This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, and welcome back to the Mass Singer Rahapa podcast, where we're about to talk about episode three. We're back to group A with a little bit of a wild card razzle dazzle in the middle. It's all very exciting, and I cannot wait to break it all down with you today. I'm your host, Puya, the chickpea, Zand Vakili. Hope everyone's doing well out there. Um, but as always, before I go into it, I'm never alone. I'm always here with my ride or die, my partner in crime. But I'm not going to introduce them. I'm going to let the the um, the men in black come through and announce this one. All right, men in black, please unveil the marsupial. That's right. It's Liana, the marsupial Boris here today. Liana, how are you doing? (laughs) That's a long way to go for an intro gag. (laughs) It's the Mass Singer podcast. We we don't. Care we, we do thought, we do extra stuff. I, what was the full clip? That the is mo- mo- the masterpiece. The masterpiece. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. why why couldn't I be the masterpiece? Because that's not an item. Like what? That's not a tangible thing. I someone, am the masterpiece. Someone out there could be looking at a whole thing of paintings and say that's a masterpiece, or they could be yeah. looking at a mountain of pizza and call it a masterpiece. So that's yeah. too subjective. I wanted a specific yeah, item. But I think that that would be allowed for a costume on the Mass Singer. Uh, they've had some weird ideas, right? So I, from henceforth, thou shalt be known as the masterpiece. No, you're the marsupial. All right. Oh. So um, let me tell you off the top. First of all, we've been getting a bunch of ratings and reviews since uh, the last episode. And thank you so much, audience, Wee. for hooking us up, blessing us up with some reviews. I do appreciate that. If you would like to leave some um, here, I'll give you the link right away. We are on the road to 100. The aim is to get to 100 ratings if we can, um, but you can find that over on robinswebsite.com slash singer. That's M-A-S-K-E-D S-I-N-G-E-R. Okay. Now, Group A was back again, Liana, one more time. This episode, yeah. we did not watch together. We did not end up watching it live, so we watched it separately. And uh, I got to ask you just uh, your overall thoughts. How did you feel about this episode? Um, Okay. So my overall thoughts on the episode are that I had fun. 
I appreciated that Joel McHale is back. I, again, will always sign the petition to add him as a judge. Nisi Nash, I thought, looked absolutely fabulous in that white jumpsuit. It was so gorgeous. It looked like... um uh, you're, you're not going to get this, but it looked like Elliot with two T's train runway, but without the train. So like, oh just... yeah, yeah, without the train, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and um, and let's see. So what else did I like? Uh, the 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 wild card, the wild card concept. I'm interested to talk with you about because it wasn't. Well, I out of all of the things that we were debating what would happen, I do feel like this was one of them where it was like, well, they just add them mm-hmm. versus like having them face off, for example, against like the contestant in the bottom. Like, how did you feel about the way that they pulled off the wild card? I so it's interesting because to me, um, I this made sense, right? This makes sense that it's not just like, oh, you're gonna face the worst person in the group because then we pretty much know that you have to be subpar to do fine and, right. and come in instead of them. I think that um ultimately with regards to the 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 wild card of it all, I like the way they did it because it kind of inserts them in and gives them a fair shake and mm-hmm. it gives everyone a fair like listen, you came in, you gave your shot. If you lose, you lose, and that's fine. And like the competitors that were in before them, it's not like, a, oh, they have a pass. You know, it's not like the circle where mm-hmm. they suddenly have immunity now and, and now they're not going to be in the ratings. If you can't tell, I've been watching the circle a lot lately, but so it, it just felt nor it felt regular. It felt fine. It felt good. Mm-hmm. It did feel, I don't know. It felt a little like, okay. <sighs> I, Maybe it's just the quality of the performer also that we got here where I felt like, oh, this person's not a contender to win. Oh, like the the new wild card, you mean? Yeah, the orca. So I was like, oh, okay, great. So we get to meet. We we miss some, you know, performances that are fine early. And then you come in and give a few fine performances and then you leave before the end. So like it's not going to end up changing the ultimate outcome at least I don't think by adding this performer. So it just feels like this kind of weird little add-in of well, we didn't want to have to edit together six performances. So we just held off on someone for a week. I did not think at any point that we were going to have the one of the wild cards be like a contender to the crown. I still don't. I think there's three. I don't Is there four of them? I'm not sure. What I do feel I think four based on the silhouettes. OK, there you go. I, I don't think that the other three are going to be like, oh, my God, this person's going to come in and like run for the crown. I genuinely do not. It's not impossible. They might pull an upset and make it that far, but maybe not. I don't think so. Because I think, okay, so I'm pretty sure we get we get the lobster based on the silhouette, it's like a lobster next week where we get another we see, wild card. Yeah, I right? feel like one of the Cloodle Do snippets last week had a lobster looking claw type thing. So I yeah. do think a lobster's likely. Yeah, rule of claw is the name of the episode also. So that All really right. makes me feel like, okay, but then are we gonna get any more after that? Or it's like, okay, that's the wild that's the wild card. I thought there were four. When are the other um, ones going to show no, up? No, they're going to, I mean, they're, I think they're going to show up in back-to-back weeks. Um, I think so, like, now Groupie's going to have, let's see, the lobster, and then next week, the next person's going to get inserted, and the week after, the next person's going to get inserted, which actually is pretty smart of them, because it makes it so that it's like, okay, well, no one's getting eliminated for a little bit, but it's still fresh, um, and it gives oh, us more insight. 
Yeah, because like uh, like we're think- still going to get people eliminated, but we're still going to get new people to like talk about. Yeah, that's yeah. actually not a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, in because- terms of the uh, the figuring out the people of it all. Right, because I will say, um, not that I'm 100% really on a lot of these performers, but I think based on some of the judges' guesses and guessing patterns, it feels like they're not giving them my bad. Ooh, phone. Who is that from? Um, so these are not, I just have my caller on because I am on the vaccine wait list and I do not want to miss the call if I get it. <laughs> oh, look at you. Um, you know, man's trying to get vaccinated. Sorry, Jenny. Don't be upset about that. Oh my god. Okay. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to that later. Okay. So yeah. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> whatever. Um, I'll just have to keep my eye on. I've silenced it now. All right. So, what was I saying? Um, you're talking about the way that the twist is bringing in right. new blood I and think, making it fresh. I think that they're not giving us the judges guesses like proper i feel like for example you know we've talked about before like oh like robin would know this yeah Yeah. i think more so now this is two episodes in and i feel like some of these guesses are way too far-fetched for what yeah 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 yeah. right yeah so i think that would make sense especially considering the fact if for example let's say someone who was good in this group uh, isn't a shock to anyone russian doll let's say next week is again the next time they perform there's another wild card that means for like three weeks straight they've been in a group of five and then they're probably going to go to a group of four, then to the super six, then so on. So that's like an extra show or two in the middle where they're singing again and there's more clues. So I think they're mm-hmm. going to like delay those guesses as long as they can. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you've already gotten to talk about this. Joel McHale goes without saying, of course, I love him. This was the he was the best part of this episode for me. He's the MVP of the episode for me. Genuinely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm happy that uh, Nisi called him the honorary fifth panelist because I really do feel that that's where he is, which, yes. okay, let's just add him. I understand you don't want to pay him, but I want you to pay him. <laughs> like, are they? Is it going to hurt the panel to have five people? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where sort of that deadpan humor is only funny every once in a while. And if it's always there, then you're like, well... Like, why are you always so down on the show? You know, mm -hmm. when we get to the individual performances, we'll get there. But I like there's something raw about what he says about them that isn't the that was so inspiring. That was so fearless. Everything, you know, like he was like that was horrible, and I love that. I and I I think he can get away with it because everyone's like, guys, Joel being Joel. We need that on the panel because everyone else is trying mm-hmm. to be nice, nice. I know. Stop being nice. Who's the Simon here? You know what I mean? Like, we need somebody who's just going to be brutally honest. Yeah. Or <laughs> I guess they're mean- celebrities. Are they going to hurt their feelings? Well, that's the thing is that we've talked about how, of course, they're celebrities, so they're never going to be um, in a position where, you know, you're going to want to diss a celebrity. However, you're also all celebrities. So if anyone should be able to take it on the chin, it's a celebrity from another celebrity. I don't know. I mean, also, clearly, there's like a way to do it because I, I feel like the way that Joel does it is it's like <laughs> it's a dig to the raccoon when the raccoon's no longer there. So it's fine. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, but, but one more thing before we jump in, Liana, they keep making Nisi Nash say, I'm the guest host. Like, I don't like that. Just let her say, I'm your host. She's literally our host for this episode. I didn't notice it as much this time as I did last week because I know we talked about this last week. And like I get, I'm sure you have uh, you have Nick under contract, but yeah, 
And I, I, I wouldn't be upset if she became the permanent host. <laughs> I would not be complaining whatsoever. Again, I think that she has this banter with anyone on that panel that works, whereas Ken literally has one gear, and that is let me make Ken John call me daddy again. And that's it. That's all he does. And I don't mm-hmm. like it. Uh, um, and I'm not going to play the clip. Don't worry. I know some people were worried that the clip was going to happen. It didn't happen. So speaking of stuff that happened, you want to you wanna pop out of one doll into another and talk about the Russian doll? I was shocked that the Russian dolls went first again. I I don't know why. I was like, is there so, uh, my 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 conspiracy brain just started running? I was like, is there some reason they have to be first? And then I was like, no, they can edit these together in any order. Like literally, it doesn't matter. I was thinking like logistical issues of like getting those big old costumes on stage or something. But anyway, I thought it was very interesting because typically they do change up the order. They will put like the best performances usually first and last. So I thought that that was interesting. The Russian dolls went first twice in a row. But anyway, okay, so. <clears throat> I feel like it's difficult to talk about the clue package without talking about the fact that now we know for sure there's three of them. Right. So like there, there could only be, I mean, I I have, I feel like I have a more confident guess now than I did last week. Last week I was like pairs of siblings, but now we know there's three that really helps to narrow down. And I feel like even with the clues, it was the three planets, Mercury, Venus, Earth, no other planets, no four planets, no five planets. There's three planets. Yeah, but to play devil's advocate on this a little bit, um, so I didn't mind that they went first because I feel like adding a third person was kind of their way of saying it's you're seeing them again for the first time. So it's not mm. the same people. And let's be honest, they are a great opener to the show. So immediately I was loving the vibe, especially if you look at who came in after who performed second. Um, oh yeah, it was the raccoon. So I think it was kind of like, let's prepare them before we drop them into free fall mode. <laughs> so <laughs> it was so bad. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was horrendous, but we'll get there. So, um, and then, and then I think, so based on the clue, pa- yeah, I think three is solidifying. However, I'm not completely out on there being more. I know they joked about a fourth and like it came up like, oh, we have a fourth member. Like that's not a thing. Mm-hmm. There could be more than three. I'm not fully convinced and sold, but three seems like a good number to stop at. I feel like if they went from having the Snow Owls as a duo to like mm-hmm. five members, that's too much. Like, you gotta like build up to five. So here's the thing, right? Okay. The question is, is do all performers of a duo, because we, we, we are now starting to branch into the world of multiples on the show, right? Two people, three people, whatever. Do all people have to be performing at all times? Because, and let me tell you why. I think based on the volume of the costumes, there's no way there's a fourth person inside those costumes based on the two performances that we've seen. I think what happened last week or two weeks ago, I guess, is that there were two of them in the big one, one of them in the small one. Then this week, I think there were three of them all in their individual little. So that's the thing though, is that it was weird having three of them with feet. Like where's the one without the feet? No, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying is I think they have different costumes that they like switch in and out of, but they still all three of them have to be on stage at the same time. So like maybe one day what we're going to see is literally the biggest Russian doll, but like all three of them are inside or something like that. I think what's more likely to happen now that you're saying this is that Uh that they could have the fourth one on stage as well. But then, you know, people might think, oh, there's a fourth, but 
it's just the three of them singing and people are none the wiser. I think that's also a possibility. Like a fourth thing, like a fourth Russian nesting doll that just doesn't move? Like the big one. They bring the big one on stage, but then the other three are roaming around in their little outfits. And but someone has to be pulling its mouth. And then that's cheating because then that's a fourth person that's like not a singer. It's just like pulling the mouth. I feel like that's cheating. Hmm, I forgot about the mouth pulling. Okay. I mean, otherwise it would just stand there, but then it's like, mm, well, it's just standing there and it's not moving and its mouth's not moving. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, let's dive into the clue. You, you like mentioned the clue package in passing. Do you want to talk about the clue package? Okay. So <clears throat> the major thing that I took away from this was the whole like medical emergency of it all. Like one of them got injured and then didn't know if they were going to be the same, but then they recovered and now they're all better. The other big thing that I took away from this clue package was the M jacket, like the Letterman jacket with like a big M on it. Um, and then the other thing that was interesting was the blocks that spelled out the word help, but the E was sideways. Why is that interesting? Because it seems very like it's a very specific thing. Well, it wasn't backwards. So M&M is out of contention for the guesses. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I wrote down three, you know, three planets, uh, mm-hmm. the banjo. I wrote down the help spelled out. I did the the nesting doll MRI thing. I think mm-hmm. the accident is a big part of it. I, whether that's caused a hiatus in whatever group this is, potentially, mm-hmm. that's a thing we can look at. Um, help being spelled out didn't do much for me. I couldn't think of anything with the word. But like, what do you think it would mean that the E was like tilted sideways? Like sideways E, sidey, sidey ways. Um, could be curvy. Curvy. Yeah, right. Because it's an E curved, curvy. Curvy. I don't think that oh, means curve, anything. Curvy, curved E, sideways yeah. E, curved, curvy. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. <sighs> Interesting. Oh, okay. No. The only thing I will say. Okay. Well, we'll get to we'll get to this at the end. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I don't know. Anyway, it just it seems like something that was like purposefully done. You know what I mean? So I feel like it must mean something. Mm-hmm. Um. How many people are in the group fun? Uh, oh, I don't know. Okay, I don't know, but I just want to use this moment to say that I don't like fun. All right, let's move on. Um, <laughs> I think there's only two of them. Okay. Oh wait, no, there's three of them, but that's this is definitely not their voice. Like, like the no, this has, isn't. Like, I just yeah, I know there's three. I wanted to. I just wanted to say that just to knock them down one. So oh, okay, do you feel better? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hate. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why yeah. do you hate fun? The generic, overplayed. Like, do, if I hear yeah, tonight, overplayed. we are young. Like, so let's set the world yeah. on fire. It's so genetic, yeah. generic. Like, <laughs> or, uh, yeah. yeah, we're we're young. Yeah, let's. Yeah. We're gonna do all the things. We're energetic. Stop <laughs> it. And then we're gonna be on the radio for three years. <laughs> all right. All right. Enough. Enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so, gonna blare fun later in the house. <laughs> I beg you. I have to take a shower later. What music should I listen to? Okay, you've been listening to Mike Posner for like the last three days. So just keep on your Posner. Okay. Yeah, I think that's. I'm not. I like Al. Uh, I was Al. If we can. 
What? <laughs> I'm right. functioning. I like Mike Posner. Okay. Posner. So, Posner or Posner? You waited for me to say that 14 times before well, you Well, no, now me. I'm That's questioning evil. it. I don't know. I'm, no, I don't know. I've always said Posner, but I feel like someone's corrected me to Posner. All right. Well, anyway, that guy, the guy that got bit by a rattlesnake when he walked across uh, America. Um, let me hear it um, through Google. Okay. It's Posner. Okay. I, I, cur- I said what Posner. What did you say? I said okay. Mike Posner. Okay. All right. I didn't say Mike Posner. You did it? Oh, okay. um, it's, it's taking every part <laughs> right, of me not is, to redo the Mike- whole segment just to do it correctly now. <laughs> is Mike Posner on the show? No. Let's move on. Russian dolls. Let's go. <laughs> Sean <laughs> Mendez. I'm cringing inside. So the performance was great. <laughs> I loved it a lot. I really did. Um, this is a big change for me from the Snow Owls and my lack of like for the Snow Owls and their costume and the lack of mobility. They can clearly, all three of them move. There's a new costume. I think this is perfect. I thought the Snow Owls needed a costume mm-hmm. that could be mobile. They did not have one. Unfortunate mm-hmm. for them, they didn't win. Um, I yeah. think that. Russian dolls are a very strong group. I thought that their vocals were phenomenal. I thought the background with the um with the fireworks and everything was great. I thought every part of this performance made sense. They're definitely a group that can also do more razzle dazzle if they wanted to, mm-hmm. and they ha- clearly have the vocals. So this was a great way to start the episode for me. Yeah. So okay, I have I have something that is an observation I made that I think is super interesting. So part of our issue with the snow owls was the fact that it's like, well, they can't move. And um and so like that's the reason why they're lacking in Razzle Dazzle. But these guys can move, but there's like they're just like they're blank faces, right? We don't really get uh the, the like we don't see a whole lot of their their body movement apart from the fact they can move around stage. Like, does that make sense? Like the subtle movement versus sort of like the macro movement of being able to like walk around stage? Yes. Like like the snow owls, we can see their heads turn and we can see their like their their gestures. Their oh, I see, I see. Uh, yeah. So like they can they can only move legs pretty much, but the snow owls could move face and shoulders and hands. Yeah, face, shoulder, mm-hmm. everything like upper body up. That's a good question. So be but, like put no, on our senses. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is that I think my argument, and I again, like it's hard to take the singing out of it because it is literally a singing competition. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that they can physically move around the stage is more compelling than being able to see the snow owls like tilt their heads. Yeah, fifteen billion percent. I agree yes. with you there. And they Genuinely. can interact. They can like move around with one another. I think because it's just it's a huge stage, right? Yeah. This isn't some like beatnik poetry session in a tiny cafe. Like I, I mean, don't care. It's not up close. It's like this big performance. <laughs> I want them to move around. Also, the fact that they harmonize well. I think they're all great singers. Um, the the way that the 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 performance was shot with the like spinny things, super cool. Yeah, I really I, love this. I think that um, ultimately, you know, you think about the astronaut and how the astronaut really didn't have much movement. And then when mm-hmm. the astronaut started just like, oh, I'm going to take four steps down and like <laughs> touch the hand of a person on in the audience. And that was and the, ri- the rhino also. Yes. Very, you know yeah. what? I was thinking about the rhino, actually. Not yeah. The astronaut. Astronaut yeah, did a little bit more. Yeah, Hunter Hayes did a little bit more. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think that's actually a good. Like, you know, we've talked about Razzle Dazzle versus vocals. I think this is another good question, but I think we're both on the right side here because i think that that is a more compelling you can do a lot more with just running around than you can with just like there's only especially when the background has fireworks and moving objects and stuff and you're there like just moving your neck sideways like you're in night of the roxbury like that's not yeah. enough it really is yeah. so yeah. 
Yeah. I think yeah. that whoever these three are, uh, four pending, five pending, whoever these three are, I think that it's very clear they've been together for a long time or they performed together exclusively or something because the way all of their voices connected, it was like when you use three phones to connect to the same speaker mm-hmm. and like you want to amplify it, it just, it just, the sync was there. I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I like, all right. So I think based on all of the evidence, the fact that there's three of them and the fact that their voices go together so well, I go back to my list of brothers and bands. <laughs> the article that I pulled last two weeks ago, I guess, 43 brothers and bands. And I'm going back and I'm looking at the groups of three. This isn't the Jonas Brothers for multiple reasons. I feel like this has to be Hanson. And the fact that a lot of the other clues I can start to then go and connect back makes me feel more confident in that guess as well. So the M jacket, mm, bop, <laughs> the colors in their self-portrait, the colors really pop because it's mm, bop. <laughs> See, that, like, I was willing to run with you and believe you because I don't really know the Hanson, but when you when you're linking everything to something called Mbop, that gives me pause. It's, Mbop. it's their one like major, major hit of what they're like best known for. So it's Mbop. The M jacket makes sense to what you're saying. What is the second yeah. clue that you've linked to pop. it? So it was the self-portrait clue where it was like the colors really pop like we do. Pop. Mm, bop. No, that's like at best you can say pop music. Like that's mm, as far bop, as that goes. Mm, pop. <laughs> you know their classic hit, mm, pop. <laughs> okay, well anyway, that's a look, look, put that aside because let me get into the real deal. The youngest one was involved in a motorcycle accident, which resulted in five broken bones, three broken ribs, a broken clavicle, a cracked scapula. Jeez. Accident. And it's like cracked, right? Which specifically the clue in the package said cracked hard. Cracked. Cracked hard. Also, the three planets at the beginning, the Mercury, Venus, Earth, Hansen either... Where did I read it? Was signed or is signed? No, they were signed to Mercury Records. Okay. Mercury. Planets. Mm, pop. The only one I can't figure out is the like E sideways kind of thing. Um, I, but, can I be honest with you? I think yeah. you're the only person on this earth, and I don't mean the planets in the clue package, <laughs> that believes that sideways E has anything to do with anything. I think they just sideways. aesthetically put it there. That's it. <laughs> Help. It's like, a, I don't know. I don't know. It means something. Anyway. Oh, um, are the letters of their name starting with H, L, and P? Uh, no, because one of them's name is Zach. Well, that's useless. Um, also, they're the ones that have the kids that add up to 15, which is what the Cloodle Cloodle do. Oh, you know what? That was a God. Okay, so that now you have me in your corner. Now I'm with you because up until this point, Mm -hmm. I was like, it could be whatever. But the freaking Cloodle Doodle Do clues are too OP. They're too overpowered. I don't like it. They really are. Yes, thank you. Mm, Pop. Okay, the other thing too about the Russian dolls um, is uh, actually not about them, just about Hanson because I was like super ready to get my fangirl on. They're like a little problematic. um, Uh So 
I know, right? So apparently they didn't speak out about Black Lives Matter and after criticism eventually released a statement, but then Zach, the one who got in the motorcycle accident, his Pinterest account got leaked, which contained a trove of pro-gun memes, many of which were racist, transphobic, homophobic, and sexist. Also, they did a bunch of in-person concerts um, in Oklahoma during the pandemic, despite the ICU beds being full in Tulsa at the time, which is where they did the concert. So... Ah, devastating. Um, oof. Well, <laughs> is it is it too late to say that I hope it's fun? Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe a change fun. of heart with regards to fun now. I mean, like that's the thing. This is the problem when it's like, look, of course they're good singers. I'm never going to say that they're not great singers. They clearly harmonize well and like enjoy their performances, but like I'm not going to go out of my way to support them. I'm not yeah. going to like go download all their music and listen to it on Spotify just like that's not a some that's not something or I you mean, know a, a feeling that I would like to support. So that's just like my personal preference. But anyway, I wanted to bring it up because it was news to me. Rob, it was one Rob Sesternino who said at the premiere episode of the season one, uh, three recap that we did with him, he mm-hmm. said, and he floated the idea of what about people that would end up coming onto the show to get a brand reimaging, right? So. And we've had a couple since then that I feel like have like had, you know, major problematic, you know, behavior or statements. Yeah. And I mean, we literally have. Wait, who is it this season that their clue package is like, I used to be blah, blah, blah. And now I'm not like even the raccoon clue package, I think from two weeks ago was like. I was in jail and now I'm here. Well, like every I feel like every single Mass Singer clue package is <laughs> I used to be down in the dumps and the worst and now I'm revitalized and now I'm coming out of my cocoon yeah. and like, I'm, I'm excited for the Mass Singer package that's like I've always been on top of the world and yeah, here or I like, am. I'm trash. Somehow. <laughs> and I always will be like, just like, you know, like the same person through and through. No, everyone's gone through some metamorphosis on the mass Singer for sure. And not just the butterfly. Cha-ching! <laughs> I don't have a drum uh, sound drop. You know what I might do? <laughs> Anyways, that's not the point of all this. The point of all this is that we liked the Russian nesting doll starting the show. Um, and the more we talked about it, maybe we didn't like them all that much. Anyways, speaking of performers that, you know, should have in their clue package that they, they were trash and they always will be. Um, here comes the <laughs> raccoon not, for a second performance. Yeah, but not just because it's a raccoon costume. <laughs> no, literally not. They, they did, they did, they did the oh man dirty. With the I costume. literally wrote like, God, this is awful in my notes. I, uh, it was. It was horrible. I still think Mickey Rourke was worse, but the fact that Joel McHale was there laughing at the performance the whole time, that's what really got me through it. Like, he he was there, and he also genuinely couldn't believe what was happening. It was very, very much like a dumpster fire I couldn't turn my eyes away from. Oh, I could. It, I did not. I, I definitely, this is, I can't believe, because you know what? This whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, we had Kermit the Frog on the show, and Kermit is not here anymore because of this. Why? Uh, I mean, I remember two weeks ago thinking like the only bad part of this is that I have to hear the raccoon one more time. I'm thankful that I've, I personally, I've persevered. I've made it through the experience. We've moved on. <laughs> I wouldn't really call it singing. Um, no, but uh, you know, it was a thing that happened. No, I call it. I call it when. Um, 
when you eat a Popeye's biscuit and you don't have a drink next to you. It's kind of like mm-hmm. the vibe I get. It was, here's the thing. I love the person behind the mask, right? I, I, I've seen them in many movies, so that was great. Mm-hmm. However, uh, this performance was uh, god awful. So let's talk about the clue package. You know, big stages, there's coffee beans, uncle taught me to box. Um, there were, they, you know, then they retired to train. And they became like the Hollywood leading man trainer. And then they were the leading man. And obviously all of this mixed in with the, um, with whatever the sharp tool clue last week. Like we, we figured out who this was, I think. Um, after you put all that together, it's like, okay, it's Danny. So there you go. Not DeVito, yeah. like they thought on the panel. I still don't understand that. Like, how can you look at, and I get it. I get that he is not super, super tall, but Danny DeVito is very short. Stilts. There, no, the way that the, the, okay, okay, here's the thing though with stilts though, is that stilts don't have knees. So the fact that his knees are bending where they are means Maybe it can't be stilts. It could be like futuristic stilts. We don't know that. That bend? Yes. Yeah, but then there's got to be some mechanism to make them bend back. Also, then the weight distribution would be. I don't even know what that would look like. Yeah, the Draw height, the force diagrams. <laughs> the height difference between the two Dannys is four ten to five um, six. Yeah. So it's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. That's what I'm saying. Um, but anyway, so that's why I didn't. I oh my gosh, I like didn't. The, the, the guest it that guess was horrible. Is it the gutsiest decision to know that you're probably vocally not great to go with a Johnny Cash song? Or was this I mean, a good song choice for the raccoon? I feel like something more more gritty, more hard rock, like I don't know, like ACDC or something like that, I feel like would go more with what the raccoon is bringing to the table. I mean, I think part of it was like missing cues and and, and that kind of thing as well. I I don't know. It was just um, it was a mess. I mean, here's the thing. It's not lost on me that the raccoon really tried to stay on the show by going the full like, I'm in love with Jenny McCarthy. Let me make this about her a la the uh, thingamajig and Nicole a couple seasons right. ago. So I definitely felt like, oh, you're leaning on the comedic side to maybe stay in another round. Uh, here's the thing. If you make me appreciate the white tiger, I hate you. And I appreciated the white tiger after this. I did. Oh my gosh. Um, I think for me, it was just, I can appreciate the excitement. I can appreciate the energy. I am happy that you are going to come to the mass singer and have passion, right? There's nothing oh, more yeah. frustrating than having someone come and just want to leave so bad that they just, just they're just going to unmask themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So I applaud Danny for doing that and for being here. However, <laughs> from a consumer of the, the music part of the show, it was a little painful. Yeah, I mean, especially post unmasking, the way everything went down and the way Danny spoke about everything, it is very clear he wanted to do the show and he was so happy that he got to do the show. And I loved every bit of that. And I love that. So I'm never going to be sitting here talking smack about it whatsoever. 
But I also recognize that, you know, I've talked about how the mass singer doesn't necessarily have to be all trained singers. That would be kind of dull. So I like that it gave us a sharp down from the big up that we got to start the episode, right? Things go up, things go down. That's the mass singer exclamation point. So definitely a contrast. <laughs> yeah. Big yep. Guy. Yep. Big yep. Guy. yep. I, let me, let me, can I speak about the good parts of the performance though? Sure. Of course. Okay. Um, I really like the saloon theme they put together. And okay. I like that there was a vibe in the background and, it, and I liked how saloony it looked. It looked very yeah. realistic. It did. It really did. Yeah. Can, right. um, can I talk about the parts that I liked from the podcast or from the, uh, from the <laughs> performance? Yes. Okay. All right. Thank you. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you really, you really went, came in with this energy. Well, I speechless, much like the raccoon was during the song. And, uh... <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I'm telling you though, the comment that he made when the Robopine performed that Joel said that was like, "Well, it's no raccoon." I mean, you're no raccoon. Uh... Yeah, exactly. That got me. That was my favorite comment of the whole night. I was... like, I literally laughed out loud. That's the reason I whipped out the the soundboard from the dust because I haven't been using it in a while. Mm-hmm. I was like, I need, I need to add. I mean, you're no raccoon. Uh, <laughs> like, so good, so backhanded, so phenomenal. Oh, that's so funny, and I would love it even more if the Robopine had like no idea what he was talking about because if they weren't able to see each other. I mean, sometimes we do know they see each other's performances, but because of COVID, I don't know. Anyway, funny. Mm-hmm. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So the guesses happen. And the guesses are Tony Danza, Sylvester Stallone, John Voigt, who I found out is Angelina Jolie's dad. Mm-hmm. And those were the three. Oh, and Danny DeVito, obviously. Yeah, uh, this is where I was like, you, you, you can't be serious with any. Isn't John Boy like a million feet tall anyway? So I was like, well, it can't be him. Danny DeVito's too short. Who are the other guesses? Actual good singers? Those were wrong. Tony Danza. How tall is Tony Danza? It doesn't matter because Tony Danza is actually a good singer. 
Tom Voight is 6'2". They genuinely thought this could be him? That's what I'm saying. I knew he was tall. <laughs> this is some trolling from the judges. <laughs> Seriously. Like, Alright, where's, where's Sly Stallone's height? I'm just like checking everyone's heights today. Height? Uh-huh. Check 5'10". Uh-huh. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <sighs> that's ridiculous. Anyways. So... That's it. We'll move on. Uh, we'll come back to the unmasking later. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert, uh, the raccoon's gone. Uh, I don't know if that was made clear, but he gone. Alright, so then we go to the Robopine once again. And I was very, 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 very excited. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. the Robopine's clue package, I'm not going to lie, I didn't get like a lot out of. Um, mm-hmm. It did lead me to the path that I have been heading into, and I feel very much comfortable about who this could be potentially. So they mm-hmm. talked about how life took him on a different route. Um, to me, I interpreted this as someone who like went from one career to another career potentially, if that makes sense. So for example, I would argue someone like The Rock, life took him on a different route, went from being a wrestler to being a you know TV movie um, entertainer, celebrity. In that in that kind of realm, so that's a thing. Uh, there was the cop like things, like the cop car stuff. Um, there, the phrase "cat and mouse" is is evident. There was a throne, which the throne threw me off. I don't know what the throne is. Um, true superheroes, flower and roses, and then the um, the painting, uh, the painting that was put out there. Um, it was like the portrait of the Robo Pine with like a guitar and then a like spider type thing on yeah, it. Yeah, the, the spider web and then the spider, like, on the shirt right. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, these were all... Did these give you anything before I start digging into them a little more? No, I... So, the, the thing that was interesting, and I know that we talked about this last week, was the whole concept of do we actually think he's 60 years old? I do not, but yes. I don't... I, but I, So, I don't, based on, one, the voice, but also mm-hmm. the fact that around 60 years ago, I did this thing, which, like, okay, so if you're 60, but around 60 years ago, you did this thing, you would be zero, which, what? I, I am not seeing no newborn baby running around working on the streets. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, come on. There's got to be something with the number 60, but the, this person is not 60 years old. Yeah, I will put I, money on it. I, I and I will also put money on it. We're going to be on the same place. Uh, I know, sure. but then who's going to pay us for being right? Um, <laughs> I don't know. We'll find we'll find someone. Hey, if you want to we'll take this wager <laughs> at us, we'll we'll give you good odds. We'll give you good odds. Yeah, good odds, good odds. <laughs> yeah. So I think that um, if I may, I, and I will give permission to anyone if you if you're trying to like skip ahead so that you don't figure out who this is based on what I'm saying because I feel relatively mm-hmm. confident I would say skip two minutes okay so that's like four clicks 30 seconds each boom you're there okay um all right cool our turn so I click, think click, click, click. <laughs> clank 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 okay I think Liana I, I, I feel relatively decent that this could be Tyrese Gibson mm-hmm I can't remember if we talked about this last week or not, I, but yeah. that sounds right. Yeah, I don't remember because I remember telling it to you in passing at the very least that it could be him. I don't remember if we talked about it on the podcast, but let's un- like talk about why I think that it could be him. First of all, last week I listened to a tune by him and the, and the voices matched and it took me back mm-hmm. and I definitely spent a lot of time listening to his music for a while. Um, but 
you know, the whole like the the different route thing, you know, he was a a musician and then he's now, you know, part of this big franchise, the Fast and Furious franchise, which, you know, cops, game of cat and mouse, like that is all that all screams Fast and Furious to me. Um, the flowers and roses, I think, could be like a nod to like R and B music potentially, and then the painting. So the painting, you know, talks about how there's a spider phobia of sorts. Um, uh-huh. Tyrese is, you know, he's linked to a Spider-Man movie. So Ooh. that to me, yeah, and he plays a character that like debuted in a comic or a series called Fear in that so that kind of makes sense that kind of adds up to me uh that so that's why i feel confident and then and then on top of that the voice matches the vocal Mm -hmm. do match so yeah yeah. i mean the roses i assume are a nod to his album black rose yes they were they were dark also i i they didn't look black but they look like super dark red Mm -hmm. so i don't know it felt like that just fits um but yeah i i feel I I would probably agree with you. The thing is, is that I don't have anybody else that pops into my mind. So it's easy to just be like, yeah, for sure. And I think it's hard when also the clues match. You're just like, well, then obviously it has to be this person. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. But I mean, for me. Yeah, sorry. go ahead. No, I, I like it. Yeah, because for me, I, the reason I don't feel super, super like a th- like I'm not going all in is because of the fact that a lot of the link to me is mostly Fast and Furious themed with a little pinch of this and that of like, OK, this is a nod to his music. Oh, the the storyline of like shifting life, taking a different turn. That could be anything, but I'm choosing to make it about careers. So it's very subjective at parts, which is you know, I want to make sure that that is that is emphasized. Now, as far as the song itself goes, the performance on the night goes, I love this song. All of Me by John Legend, I love it. It's a very hard song to do. And I mm-hmm. thought that the Robopine did very good at it. It was a decent job. I think that it didn't, you know, we've had people do songs. We've had like the Rottweiler do a live by Sia and make it better. And and my opinion, and we've had people do songs that emulate the essence of the first per, the originator. This mm-hmm. did not do that. I thought this was definitely worse than the original. However, I knew he was going to stay, so I was completely fine with it, and it showed a different side to uh, the Robo Pine for me. So the the I'm I'm happy that you bring that up because I had the same feeling. I had the same feeling with the seashell as well, which we'll talk about in a bit. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to do a song that is is that difficult to sing and is that memorable and it's memorable because of its vocals specifically I think you really have to knock it out of the park or you have to put some new interesting twist on it I don't necessarily think that the Robopine did that here however that being said I really did enjoy the song and this was the moment where I was like oh yeah this is for sure 100% a singer yes yes I <laughs> I coast I love that we're on the same page here because in listening to the musics, the to especially the last week, the last performance of the Robopine, I thought was top notch. This was definitely a big drop from that. But you have to. I, we've argued that we want to see range. I think seeing range is good because it shows that you have multiple sides to you. And this was, if you're picking a week to do something risky like this, where you could potentially do a like not the best job at it. This was perfect because you had the buffer in the raccoon in the middle to make sure that you're fine regardless. And I still think that it wasn't the 
fourth worst. Like it wasn't fourth place in the performances on the night. Even I think it was second or third anyways. So yeah, I, w- I would say that as well. I think it was probably the second I think, for me. Yeah. Let's go ahead real quick and just think about all of them. I think that I think Russian doll would be first for me. Potentially it's between Russian doll and seashell actually. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. No, no, Seashell might be third. So b- between Seashell and, and Robopine in second and third, right? Are we on the same page there? Yes. Okay, yeah. Cool. I would put Robopine second. Yeah. I th- and I feel more obviously, ranking is arbitrary and reductive. Why would one do such a thing? But if I we like were them. to do the exercise, I cheer list all the time. I'm all about them. Bit them. <laughs> oh my God. In the wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no offense to to the raccoon, but uh, musically speaking, you're in the bin. You are mm-hmm. in the bin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Now, what else is there left to be said about the Robo Pine? For me, nothing. Do you have anything else about the performance? No, I don't think so. I, yeah. Again, like I said, I'm I'm happy the Robo Pine's still here. Obviously, it would have been devastated if anybody else with the raccoon had gone. So, looking forward to what the Robo Pine will be pulling out in the next couple weeks. Yeah, and in the words of Joel, once again, I mean, you're no raccoon. Uh, so <laughs> that's the highest of praise right there. It's actually a very middle praise, but it's cool. I I want to quickly talk about the guesses. So Jason Derulo is a pretty decent guess, in my opinion, because if Jason Derulo was on this show, you would know in two seconds. I would immediately know no, that it's Jason Derulo. We would na- we would hit it out the park. Both big we're big Jason Derulo family here. Yeah. So that would have been easy, but I, I like the pick because that is a, at least like a, Ooh, maybe, you know, if I, if I'm in the dark, I will take that pick, but sure. I don't think in any world, am I thinking Eddie Murphy or Wesley Snipes? <laughs> That's, this is one of the reasons why I really like um, Nisi Nash is because I feel like it, Nick would do the kind of thing where he like would shut Ken down, but I like the way that Nisi does it better. Yeah, and I think uh, uh, like again for me, Nick will only shut down Ken. Whereas I feel like Mm -hmm. Nisi is not afraid to dish it at anybody. So I do appreciate Mm -hmm. that from her. Now, did you want to go to the seashore? Uh, Do I have to sell anything? No, but you can pick up stuff. Okay. Because she sells seashells by the seashore. Oh my god, and you didn't even do it right. She uh, yeah, sells seashells by the seashore. By the seashore. That's what I said. She sells seashells by the seashore. <laughs> oh, golly gee, mister. She sells seashells by the seashore. <laughs> okay, Who's listening fun. to this? No one. Oh, I hope. <laughs> Dear God. If, you, if you've if you made it this far into the podcast and you no. just heard that, can you no. at least? No. Yeah, <laughs> that, at least with seashell. Just at her with seashell. At me too. At both of us. I want to get to Vitaly. <laughs> All right, Liana, take it away. Talk about the seashell. Um, by the seashell. Okay, so I here's the thing. I had a hard time focusing on the seashells uh, clues because the intro part was Marcel the shell. And then, mm. like, I can't remember who brought it up. Like, one of the one of the panelists brought it up later. But I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I wanted to go back and rewatch all of those. And then I said, no, Liana, you have to keep watching the episode because you have to podcast about it later. And so I was very distracted. Okay. Once I got over that, <laughs> uh, which, by the way, if you haven't seen those videos, they're super cute and super funny. And it's um, the woman who plays uh, Money, Please. She's super smart, super funny. What's her name? Yeah, Amy Jenny Smart. Slate? Or 
Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. Yeah. Anyway, super funny. <laughs> she does money, please. Money. <laughs> you don't I mean, you, you nailed that? it for me. That's the for, only way I would have known who you're talking about. From so. Parks and Rec. Money, please. Yeah. Okay. Money, please. Okay. <clears throat> that being said. Him, him. All right. So it's been a long time since she's been on a stage. Okay. Unclear what stage, but been a long time since she's been on a stage. There were a lot of animals in her clue package. So there was like that Labradoodle and then the cat that she was being, I guess, in a foot race with. Um, (laughs) The main thing that I took away from this that was like super concrete was that I think she is either with some, she's with somebody who was a jock baseball player. That's like the biggest thing I took away from this. That was a great that's a great thing to look at potentially just because of the fact that I do think it was a big feature of the clue package and I can't see what else that could mean unless it's like I was like in a movie they were with a baseball player then that's different. No, because I think the way that they talked about it, the seashell mm-hmm. talked about it, was very much like, um, and this is the person that helped me grow and come out of my shell, you know, so, so yeah. it wasn't so much, oh, I was in this movie with this person. It felt like this is my long term companion. Right. So, so there was a lot of like, for the majority of the clue package, the seashell is very small. Like, honey, I shrunk the kids small. So, yes. Oh, I wrote that down too. Honey, I shrunk the kids. Do you right? think it means so, something? I mean, I, I outside of the dad, I don't really know anyone from the movies. I don't think I also not watched the movie since like nineteen something. Uh, uh, do you know anyone from that cast? And and if they're like any anyone here potentially? Oh, like someone from Honey I Shrunk the Kids? Yeah, because I, oh, I, just, I couldn't um, help but feel like that was an entire ode to the Honey I Shrunk the Kids almost. Honey, I shrunk the kids. IMDb. All right, let's check it out and see what we got. All right, I'm I, starting to think no. <laughs> I'm looking at it. I, I mean, don't think so. It's a lot of white people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, Liana. Good, good observation. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, honey, we shrunk ourselves. Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I'm okay with I'm okay with uh, not thinking much about them uh, and moving on from, okay. from the kids, well, the honey, I... the shrinking. Uh, well, the, the, the the animals to me was like a big part of this um, because my guest from last week was Lark Voorhees, the woman who played um, Lisa Turtle on Saved by the Bell. Don't go back to this. Okay, but like here's the thing though. Animals, turtle, dogs, cats, cactus, turtles, cactus. There was one, like there were two animals. There was a dog and there was a cat. Cat, yeah, cats, and dogs, turtles. They're they're all go together. And then and link animals. them to your link them to your guest, please. Uh, Lisa Turtle, turtle, turtles, animals, pets. <laughs> <laughs> do you like just do you like like being a nuisance? <laughs> professional nuisancer that's me i don't know i i'm i want to believe that it's true because i felt so good about it last week but the more i the more i think the less i think that's true like all of the partners that she was with none of them played baseball can you like give me an age range you think the the seashell is because let me be upfront with you i have no idea who it is mm-hmm. zero Zero. I don't know. I was thinking it's someone who's been off the stage for a long time. So that means that they can't be okay. What does a long time mean? Is a long time 10 years, five years, two years? You know what I mean? So I was thinking somebody a little bit older. Not so like not in their 20s, 
maybe like late 30s, early 40s was what I was originally thinking. But I don't know. I it's I it's not someone in their like 60s or 70s. I don't think for sure. So I would say like late 30s, early 40s. And that's why Lark kind of fits that. She's 46 years old. I mean, it's a little bit, you know, not early 40s, but it's the 40s. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? You saying you have no idea? No, I think it's someone in the thirty to forty-five ish range, probably. Yeah. Okay. So we're in the same. Yeah. We're in the same. Yeah. Area. We're in the yeah. same boat. Yeah. Um. That ah, was because of your your Voorhees guess that you're sticking to. Um. Oh. I mean, it's no 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 offense. No offense. I just don't think that's the that's the direction. Okay. Well, then, no. do you have a better guess for me, uh, Mr. Expert Man Guesser? <laughs> so there's two bagels. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. two bagels. Uh, oh yeah, so Mr. Bagel Expert. Break it I down. Mean, they were like, what were they were like? Poppy seed? Were they? Let me look. Um, oh my God, no. Why? Like, well, well, um, based on my expertise, a bagel, a poppy seed bagel, obviously indicates that so and so. You are is that supposed to like that's an imitation of me making an imitation of you because you're the you're the well technically if you look at the numbers it doesn't really make sense. I'm Liana. Technically, yeah. <laughs> Stop it, please. Stop it, please. <laughs> um. So, uh, two bagels, right? It could be like a part of a duo of something, right? That's possible. Possibly. There was the number two on the stopwatch. Yeah, yeah, the two minutes is a thing or well, got two, two minutes to, to two minutes so that's a thing that could be going on there was that cat that was like looking at animal and like again why were they all why why was the seashell tiny the whole time that i know but then you can say like la- I mean, see like that's the problem is that the mass singer isn't always it doesn't matter you know like mm-hmm. why why last week was or two weeks ago why was the seashell in um wasn't it all like cowboy hat stuff or something yeah no that's true and then and then it wasn't the seahorse in like a cowboy yeah, saloon yeah. type thing her, and her thing it wasn't was like country thematic yeah, yeah remember anyway, i so. was like i was the one who said this isn't country i was the yeah. One. yeah okay Good okay job, me. points to you fine fine uh, anyway can we talk about the performance now cactus heart yeah, I don't know, dude. I'm lost. Yeah, let's talk about the performance. Um, so we got you got yourselves a a pirate themed uh, motif. Arg, arg. A pirate seashell singing "Confident" by Demi Lovato, which I knew instantly the minute the song, like the background starts. So I was like, "Oh, go with me." I know the song very well. Uh, ultimately, with regards to the dancers, I didn't quite like the Jack Sparrow hat and wig they had. Um, <laughs> it didn't do much for me, but I loved the treasure chests on either side, and I did love the big pirate ship in the background. I thought that worked phenomenally with the mm. with the uh, and the, with the with the smoky flooring as well. Ultimately, from an aesthetic perspective, they nailed it. From a performance perspective, it was still, it was good. I liked it, but I also recognized that this wasn't like the best. Which I think now, in thinking about it more and talking about these one by one, I might co-sign what you said about not understanding why we started with the Russian dolls because I think we started peak and then we kind of started like not hitting peak again. Right. So. I love this song very, very much. Same seas. And I thought that the seashell did a good job. I thought that she 
nailed a lot of the notes, especially that last note I thought was really fabulous. However, like I said, with the Robopine, when you have a song that is so iconic and is especially known for powerhouse vocals, when you don't live up to that, it's a little disappointing. You know what I mean? And the whole the thing is, is like she hit the powerhouse vocals like when she needed needed to but there were bits in the middle of the song that just fell a little flat there was some breath control issues again not that I can do it okay like who am I but I'm just that's what I noticed and so while I really enjoyed it I think she's a good performer I think she'll make it I don't think she's gonna win but I think she'll make it deep it was enjoyable Um, I think that the seashell is in the bubble so I think the seashell if everything stays the way it is is probably Mm -hmm. in the super six However, mm-hmm. if the next wild card is going to blow my socks off, then maybe the seashell gets upset. It's mm-hmm. possible. It's possible. Mm-hmm. It's, on, it's mm-hmm. in the bubble again. Yeah. I think also because, let's see, let me, I'm just trying to think from Group B. So, like, the Russian dolls, I think, are going to make it deep. I think Robopine will make it deep. Black Swan will make it deep. Um, Why am I not remembering any of the performers? Is the from Piglet? Was the Piglet the, good? Piglet's phenomenal. Piglet's going to go okay, far. Okay, so Piglet will make it deep. Uh, who else? There was one more yeah. in that group that I think is going to go deep. Well, ca- ca- the chameleon. Uh, no, the chameleon's not going to go that far. I don't okay, think. well, it's not the phoenix, and I don't think it's Grandpa Monster. Well, and it's not, yeah. So there's there's two strong ones. You know what? That Whoever the wild card is next week, like, if you were the wild card, this was the, the, the group you wanted to come into. Um... Or that other group actually is not looking that bad. I think whoever's the wild card there could have a shot at being in the Super Six, actually. Well, obviously, if you're a wild card, you want to come in against Raccoon. No, to like survive one round, yes. But yeah. Oh, think, but like ultimately long right. term, you mean? Like, I, I would argue I that know. the wild card from Group A is going to have a very interesting game to play <sighs> yeah. in this next round. Because I do think that that one... Uh, has a harder road whereas if you look at the other group we you know grandpa monster and chameleon are there so i think that if you are a singer you could probably mm-hmm. get past the two of them and make it into the super six mm, gotcha yeah 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 huh. man mass singer really came in with a new immersion strategy this year well, I don't. Do you think they get a say over whether or not they want to be a wild card or they want to compete regular Z's? I don't think so. Uh, I, I really don't. I think that I think there's ones that they were like, you have to be part of the main roster, and then they kind of picked and choose who they were going to put. If I have an assumption, I think that all four wild cards are semi decent. They're not like amazing, but yeah. they're also not the the the, the weaker ones, right? So yeah. it's got to be like the middling people. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, look, anyway, the that's like big picture stuff. To get back to the seashell, I think I think probably this solidified for me that she's not she's known for something other than singing. I think she's a great singer, but she's her success has come from probably like acting or something like that. Right. Right. I'm yeah, I'm curious about the seashell because I can't decide whether or not I think the seashell has given us their best or if they have better. I feel like they might have better and we've not heard it yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I think I think it's about song choice. Right. And that's the thing is, is that she could pick a different song that isn't known so much for the powerhouse vocals kills it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, just, it's, it's all comparison. Yeah. They've worn anyway. many hats. They've worn many hats mm-hmm. as far as the painting went. Uh, microphone, book, dumbbell, mixed dish, 
that's a lot of things it could be like it's so vague so i don't know right nothing's helping me i don't think it's ashley simpson i don't no. think it's Haley duff jenny slade did come up with ken jong but then ken jong said it so i'm like no uh we'll move on <laughs> so for me it's like the seashell is gonna have a new performance next time because i'm very much in the dark right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah same I'm i'm excited to see more from her and i'm happy that she's still here yeah all right well let's plant our flags into the next performance and talk about oh wait, 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 it's not okra it's the orca here comes the whale that is the orca new wild card in the scene uh, I mean Liana, can you talk walk me through how you felt about seeing the orca come in as part of the regular roster sorry, I'm confused about the okra flag joke can yeah, we unpack that? an okra is a plant yeah, so I said oh, plant. plant a flag. Right. You and then I was like, like and then I, you know, I did this thing where like, I was like, oh, shock. Wait, it's not okra. It's orca. Whoa. And then I said, oh, okay. All right. Gotcha. 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 I did a okay. good job, Liana. I know you did a good job. No, okay. you're, you're yada yada. Hang it. <laughs> you should, all right. Well, we'll t- look. Okay. Anyway. All right. So first of all, I need to talk about the costume because this seemed excessively cheap to me. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the material that it was made out of. I don't know if it just felt like they had like shoved an inflatable pool toy on top of these contestants' head. I don't know. I like really don't understand why it felt so cheap to me, especially because the mass singer typically has these very ornate, detailed, like expensive looking costumes. Opulence, you know what I mean? And then this was just this felt like um that fabric from Good Burger. When it's like that waxy, like fabric, you know what I'm talking about? Does that make sense? Is that a thing? It so for me, this was not like I, it definitely looks more budget than the other costumes, especially the more recent costumes we've seen. I would Mm -hmm. agree with you a hundred percent. Yeah, it wasn't that bad though. Like, I thought it was interesting that they had the whole whale, but then it's like the only part of the whale that's on the singer is the head has like a little slip on it's uh-huh. because the rest of the outfit doesn't look like expensive. Yeah, maybe like there's like not a, a lot of detail to it. Like it felt like it was thrown together last minute. Yes, I definitely do get that vibe. I will say they did not give us a clue do clue at the start of the entrance of the orca. Oh, oh, I wasn't even paying attention. I missed that. So we didn't get one. Right, we didn't get one at all for the cludal do of like, oh, the, the orca does blah. That wasn't there. Interesting. But I would be very curious to hear about your clue package thoughts. Oh, yeah. Okay. So once I got over, they was so cheap. So we got the clue package and there was this whole story about, let me tell you how I made it big. They were, I guess, working at a pizza place but then there was also lemon orange and pumpkin pizza and uh the orca's pie hole Mm -hmm. (laughs) that was a choice uh but anyway so they were 24 years old closer to being a punchline than a big star and then they put their audition tape in a bunch of pizzas and delivered them i guess and then that was when they blew up that was sort of the whole narrative of the clue package the other big things were the 259 on the clock and then i don't know what 1313 melville it is but that was like the address of pizza place yes yes so 1313 melville 
is I've looked it up. It's New York. It's an area in New York. That that exact mm-hmm. address is in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so that was a clue package. Did the, the, the painting offer us anything before we dive in here? So the painting uh, was, let's see. It uh, was like the wave thing with the lightning and the with rocket. The jet. Yeah. Yeah. With the and jet the jet thing. and mm-hmm. stuff. So. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we both know where we're going with this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Was it was it the fact that I listened to the performance immediately stormed into the room and was like, oh, my God, I, I, I know this voice. Like, I know who this is. Is that yeah, what, is so, that what gave it away? Is was that is that it? So what? Yeah. So what gave it away to me is that you <laughs> you were like voice alone. I've got this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for me, it was it was I had like some of the clues just sounded familiar, and then I was like, oh, I, I definitely looked this person up before, but for another show, and then I was like, could it be? And then turns out, it, it, I think it could be, Leon. I think it could be. I feel 100% confident in this person. I grew up listening to their music. And uh, you and I both watched them on Celebrity Big Brother. And exactly. as soon as I, I, even the clue package, the voice sounded like the person. Mm-hmm. But it didn't click until as soon as I heard the music. As soon as I heard the performance, I was like, I know who this is. So I believe that this is Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray. And Celebrity Big Brother. It is 100% him based on the music, I personally believe. Then what I did was then I used the clues to validate my guess, which really the clue, which even when Jenny was, they were going through the clue package and there was the clock, I would have written down three o'clock. But then Jenny was like, no, oh, it looked like 2.59. Okay. I going through the clue package, I would have written down three o'clock. But then Jenny is like, oh, it's 2.59. Which is their biggest album, fourteen fifty nine. Someday, every morning, they're, they're like the, the apart from Fly, like their biggest hits are on that album, and so it, that's it. It has to be that. The, like the song plus that clue, I was like, I'm done. It's done. It's done. Yeah. Right. I just, I, I, I don't know. I think it was also the like. I, I did not listen to Mark McGrath on live feeds for this to not pay off. Like I did not grow up listening to Sugar Ray for this to not pay off. <laughs> I mean, you also factor in his height. Um, this is a very tall performer, so that also adds up to me as well. Oh, I was. I didn't even pay. T- I, I, I uh, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. It was just like, of course, all the other like sugar things, like the pie, and and then the um. I'm not sure about all of them, but like their first album was Lemonade and Brownies, and so I don't know if that's like the whole lemon thing, like lemon pie, beef brownies, lemonade. You know, I don't know. Anyway, anyway. Um, super excited that Mark McGrath is on our TV again. I really liked him in Celebrity Big Brother and I really like Sugar Ray and I was very, very pumped about this. Yeah, it's not every day you get to see someone on the show that you know, like, on site. And I feel like you had that moment, which is great. And I so rarely have those moments, too. Like, you just have, you have more breath when it comes to music. I have depth. Like, you like how you were saying that I just listen to the same music artist over and over and over again. Yes, that is 100% true. But those 10 music artists, damn it, I know them very well. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It was my first moment I'd had that. Like, you've had that before where you've been like, oh, I know this voice. Oh, it's so cool. It was so cool. Mm -hmm. It's a good time. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like when you like Buster Rhymes and 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 uh, you know like Lil Wayne and like you've had that so before. So for me to have that for the first time is a very liberating experience, and I'm I'm very happy right now. Well, keep it going. Talk about the uh, the performance. Oh yeah, the performance was fine. I mean, that's the thing is, is it like <laughs> has Mark McGrath's voice uh, progressed <laughs> uh, as well? Like. Hmm. It's fine. This is fine. I mean, it's Twisted Sister. Like, we're not going to take it. Again, a classic song known for super strong vocals. I don't know if that was necessarily the best choice for him. But you know what? It seemed like he was having a great time. Ton of energy. Super charismatic. Just like a crazy character of a human being. And that's what makes him so entertaining. And so I felt like that really translated to the performance as well. Yeah, I thought that there was... I thought Orca was okay. I did write in my notes that there's going to be a lot of leaning on Razzle Dazzle, which I'm not opposed to. Because yeah. um, I thought I mean, that there was some crowd work style stuff with the like, come on, everybody. And like, obviously, there's no one there, but that still is good showmanship. And I think that's still good yeah. for a show like this. You I mean, have the a lot. thing is, in terms of pure singing ability, I would, the Orca is now to me at the bottom of the list. Like, Russian Dolls, Robopine, and Seashell, I think are better singers at this point in time. You know what I mean? So I do mm-hmm. feel exactly to your point of this this uh, desire to do the, the razzle-dazzle. Like, it's got to be that added element, I think, is super important. Yeah, well, I also thought that this wasn't a good song for trying to see someone's singing ability, because it's a lot of repeating the same thing. It's a lot of the, we're not gonna take it, and like, it's the same over and over. I think that another song could potentially do better. Obviously, um, his voice is seasoned, and at this point, I would argue that the other three are better. But like I said earlier, I think the seashell's on the bubble. So, like, take it to the next round on the night. I mean, there's going to be another wild card, so they both might be safe, depending on who the wild card is. But I do think they're going to come to a point where on the night, depending on what song they use, if they pick one that's well suited to them, they can do better. But that also is arguing that I would believe that the Orca has vocal range to do better. I don't know that necessarily because I also don't really listen to the Orca's music. So mm-hmm. no, no, I, uh, we'll see. <laughs> and then if yeah. there's another wild card also coming in, then I, I don't know what that's going to look like also. So yeah, know. so I've written down two of the um, guesses from the judges. One was Dave Grohl by Nicole Scherzinger and one is Kevin Bacon by Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> Where she got the Kevin Bacon guess? Hey, it's a choice. It's a, yeah. she, some some musician at heart. Well, like, no, I, heart. It's yeah, that's what good yeah. for them. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the final guesses here. So the raccoon gets picked out and is leaving, and no one on the internet can say, "Wow, the raccoon was robbed because the orca entered." No, the raccoon deservedly went home. That's fine. Mm-hmm. So as far as the final guesses go, I'll just quickly run through them here because this doesn't matter as much as the next thing I want to talk about. Uh, Ken John went from Mike Tyson to Danny DeVito. Jenny McCarthy went from Dustin Hoffman to Gary Busey. Nicole went from Gary Busey to Sly Stallone. And Robin Thicke went from Danny DeVito to Tony Danza. And then Joel gave out another one-liner while delivering this and said... Okay, so... I'm going to have to go with Robin here, the guy that looks like he runs a topless club with that shirt. (laughs) What are your thoughts on Robin's outfit there? But, like, that's been his aesthetic for at least two seasons. Like, the past season. Yeah. Since quarantine. And now five. Yeah. I don't know what quarantine did to him, but he's got, like, very much has that 
that going on. Yeah. Uh, another reason why I love Joel and so happy that he's here. Yeah, I mean, as someone who, you know, is Persian, I very confidently can say he does have that like Persian nightclub owner aesthetic going on with the uh, the very silky looking shirt with the buttons undone. But like also like is like weird. It's like a resort Robin, like a vacation Robin. I don't know if he quite realized he's back at work now. I don't know. It's a choice. He's just chilling. Look, I don't know. Maybe he's like, look, they're six feet away from me. They won't be able to tell. It's cool. This is me now. This is my vibe. Well, nothing is going to get past <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, Joel, that's for sure. That is for absolute, mm-hmm. absolute <laughs> sure. All right. So then they, you know, they get, say their guesses and they tell the raccoon to take it off. And I was completely mortified for a whole minute and a half here because the raccoon starts taking off their belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't think we've ever, I'm trying to remember if we've ever heard this before, the, or seen this before, the, like, take it off, I'm gonna strip down gag. We had to have. No, we haven't. Oh, okay. Yeah, we, we, I feel like <laughs> we like, would have. No. Yeah, I feel like we definitely would have. It was, it was like, I don't know if it's the raccoon's costume, it was a little creepy. A little creepy. Because they had a producer yeah. person come up to come up to him and say, Hey, take your mask off, not your pants. Which I know that it was part of a gag, but I was still like, bruh. They should have edited that out though. If it, it, because if it was like a legit like concern, you know what I mean? It, yeah, it just didn't land as a joke, as a good one either. You know? Yeah, it was uncomfortable at best. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the mask comes off, it's Danny Trejo. Um, do you have any comments about Danny here before we uh, wrap up? <sighs> I mean, again, um, I'm happy with the enthusiasm, <laughs> mm-hmm. but the performances were a little rough. I would say the 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 it, I'm not gonna lie, like it didn't really leave it left a weird taste in my mouth like the combination of the bad performance the mm-hmm. taking the pants off and then the whole thing with Jenny of I love the work that you do for autistic kids I'm sorry you mean the vaccinations cause autism work that Jenny's done? Okay, so which is I thought that's what he meant because I'm not well versed in, in in this kind of stuff. So I, I assume that's what I meant. So I'm glad to, to know that I was on the right track with interpret because I also felt like, what are you saying here? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was something about all uh I'm I like I love all the work that Jenny does. Like it was I'm raising two autistic kids and I love all the work that Jenny does. But those are the two sentences. And so I was like, I'm sorry. So the link is autism work Jenny does. Jenny has done work for autism. No, Jenny has actively done counterproductive work for autism and autism research by continuing to perpetuate the myth, the very blatant myth that has been proven by several medical studies that vaccines cause autism. So, what? <laughs> like, who, who let that through? What editor let that through? Baffled. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that is the way it and it was kind of like, it already felt like the whole, from the minute the raccoon decided to unbuckle the belt, all the way to the last note that the raccoon sang, I felt awkward. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know what exactly it was. And and here's the thing. I don't want it. I don't want it to get lost in the middle of all this, that Danny definitely came out with this like big loving energy of so happy to do the show. Very grateful for the opportunity, had fun with it. So I loved all of that, but it was still awkward. And then, and then they didn't even let him sing the song that he got eliminated to. They let him go back to the song he sang in the first week with wild thing. Mm -hmm. So he did Mm -hmm. wild thing again on the way out. And yes, yes, we did. Get credits to shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. I, I agree with you, I, and, and I'm happy that you pointed that out. Of like, I think the in, th- that was not the intent, and so I can, I can appreciate that that was not the goal. However, that is how I felt. Right, and I, and I yeah, and I, I feel like I have a fully even processed what happened at the end there because we watched it and then hopped on to talk, but. Mm-hmm. um at this very moment, I do remember feeling well, this was a little bit awkward. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which makes sense. I mean, I think if you had to sum up the raccoon's performances in one word, you would say awkward. Awkward. Yeah, I would say that. But look, we've moved on. We've gotten through it. We've gotten through it together. We have each other here for support. And <laughs> now we'll be on back to group B. <laughs> remember last <laughs> week. Does. When you were like, what if I, what if I hate it with regards to the wild card? Do you stand by that statement? Did you end up hating it? I don't think so. No, I didn't hate it because of, I think in part because of who it was. But the point that you made about having someone new to then start like getting to know, it's sort of the weird mix of, remember in season, shoot, was it season three where they had like all the people and then it was you'd wait like six weeks to finally oh, yeah. meet like some of the contestants. I feel like this is a weird middle ground that's actually probably pretty successful between wanting to try to keep things fresh and introduce new people, but at the same time not uh, not wait so long or like you know oh well, we're, we have to wait you know six weeks to meet this person. We don't even know who that person is, right? And then you're going to meet them the next week, so. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm like here it. for this. Currently, I'm very here for this because I think there's a combination of the fact that we are getting to recognize the performers more, see more clues about them, which, again, I would argue if we're going to see more clue packages, why did you give us such big giveaway clues with the clue will do? But that's whatever. That's fine. Um, I think getting that and then also getting to meet these singers like it's not a smackdown at the end it's not like a oh we're just going to shove them in the last two minutes it's we're getting them proper introduced so i like that and i like that we don't know what the four outfits are until they get introduced obviously you see a claw it's like either a crab or a lobster so that was a bit of a giveaway but ultimately i didn't know there was going to be an orca on the season and i'm very happy about that so give me this I think this works perfectly because it still gives you that bigger cast of 14 without making it feel like it's an overwhelmingly big cast of 14. It's good. It's a good way to go about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. And I'm still having a great time with the Massinger. Massinger has been awesome. I mean, think about the first three unmaskings. They've all been fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's been fun. It's been fun performances. I'm the episodes haven't felt like a lot of filler yet like they uh-huh. haven't felt like they're really dragging yet I mean we'll see as the season continues but I, I'm happy with the choices that they're, they've made so far I mean I feel comfortable now in saying that season 4 was kind of like a money grab of let's put a season together during the pandemic and it felt that way this mm-hmm. season feels like it should have been the natural successor to season 3 
Like it, mm. I feel like I'm feeling the same energy. It's feeling great. I'm not in a position where I don't know. Season four just didn't hit for me at all. Um, the way this is hitting. And I don't know if it's just because of the mass dancer factor of now I feel more appreciative or maybe I'm in a, in a more fun. Pl- I have no idea, but I'm, I am enjoying season five and that's all that matters. Yes, exactly. Same, 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 same. Big samesies. All right. Well, that concludes episode three's recap. Next week, we'll be back talking about episode four, a.k.a. Group B, the sequel, but Group B with the new wild card. And I think Liana said the, the name of the the uh, the episode was Claw of the Law. Law mm. of Claws. The Rule of Claw. There we go. The Rule of Claw. Well, I don't have any good segue. Liana, where can people find you and what are you up to? I'm going to be snapping my way over to the Drag Race podcast, talking with Beth and Amon, of course, about RuPaul's Drag Race. We finished up season, uh, the UK season two, but we're still going on with US because, of course. And then whenever Down Under starts, we'll do something for it, like some type of supplemental coverage. So anyway, be on the lookout for that. You can follow me on Twitter at Liana RHAP. You can follow me on Twitch, Liana, twitch.tv slash Lianaism. And that is everything for me. Lovely, lovely. Um, I, you know, it's going to be a little long, but I'll, I'll try and make it bisque. Oh, sorry, brisk. Get it? Because lobster bisque. Nailed it. All right. <laughs> You're on a roll. Get it? Lobster Ooh, roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, uh, butter. <laughs> I've had lobster once. I don't know anything else. You're just gonna say words you associate. What was it? What it's like? It's not just butter. It's something else, right? What's it's the like phrase? garlic? It's like garlic butter. Like that you go. dip the lobster in. You mean? Oh man! All right, fine, fine, fine. I'll, I'll let me re- let me rewind. Let me start over. I'll do it butter. Nice. All uh-huh. right. So. <laughs> Stop that. Um, you can find me on all major social media. I'm red. Me- I'm blushing. Red lobster. <laughs> all right. End, end this now. <laughs> you can find me on all major social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> Twitch.tv. It's Puyaism for all three of those. As far as podcasting goes at the moment, uh, we were back with another 90 Day Fiance podcast with me rob and special guest reem daily that was very fun i do recommend you check it out we are about at the end of the season now so maybe a couple more episodes and boom the 90 day season is over so catch it while it's hot um and then as far as the circle goes that is going on all cylinders right now and it has been fun we talked about the first four episodes with uh myself taryn armstrong had special guest rowan and Haley strong with us and that was a great time uh i will be back talking big brother canada which has been also a great season on Fridays with Taryn on the live feed update. So definitely check that out if you can. And finally, I was a guest on the wrestling wrap up podcast, talking about all things raw SmackDown, AEW and NXT with Mari and Matt. So also give that a look if you're into wrestling and obviously I uh, stream on twitch.tv slash Puyaism. All right. I didn't keep it bisque. I said I would, but I did not. Um, so I'll have to just move on from here. Mm, move on. Like <laughs> if cow. there's a cow, yeah, that would be great. Because uh, <laughs> I have a lot. I have a what lot of. What song does a lobster make? They just like they like. You know they like. <laughs> Is that like they're the like, claw? Uh, yeah, they're like they're like like. like
All right. So that's all from us here today. I hope you have a good week, a great listen. We'll unmask you during the second wild card and during Groupie's second performance. Bye. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.